Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 346 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you as we read your word. Help us learn more about you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 11. Yesterday, we read about Jesus slipping away from the crowd that wanted to stone him. Today, we read that he is returning to Judea because his dear friend Lazarus was sick and had died. Jesus goes to resurrect Lazarus back from the dead. When his disciples asked why he would return to the town who wanted him dead, he said, Are there not twelve hours in a day? Anyone who walks about in the daytime does not stumble, because he sees by the light of this world. There was work to be done, and he was there to do it. Jesus was unafraid of what the people could or would do to him. He pressed on doing the work of his Father. May we shake off our fears today, knowing we are cared for by Almighty God. In verse 26, Jesus said, And whoever continues to live and believes in, that has faith in, cleaves to, and relies on me, shall never actually die at all. Do you believe this? He was talking to Martha, but his words also speak to us. Mary and Martha lost their brother, and yet Jesus was there to help. Our chapter tells us Jesus was compassionate and deeply loved Lazarus, that he actually wept. He sees us, loves us, and is compassionate towards our needs too. Martha questioned Jesus because her brother had been dead for four days and thought removing the stone would be repulsive. We may question the Lord too when he asks us to do something that doesn't seem right. May we be open to serving God when and how he asks us to serve. His plan is always better than ours. Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead as he prays and thanks God that he hears his prayers. Another key point here, let us give thanks that God hears our prayers as well. May our hearts be open to believing even more in the one who came to save us. Let's see what Amos has for us today in chapter 3. Amos warns the Israelites that God will come against them for their sins. Within 30 years, the Assyrian army surrounded Israel, and after 10 years of being subject to Assyria, they were taken to Assyria and scattered among the people, just as many other prophets said would happen. Verse 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. We know the people didn't listen because both Israel and Judah were eventually taken into exile. But God always shared information with the prophets. God promises to bring all of his scattered people back together one day. In this chapter, God invites other countries to watch the damage that will be done by his hand to his people. He will always be seen as magnificent and powerful. Chapter 4 is a continuation. However, Amos addresses the wealthy women of Israel here. Their demands for more of everything hurt the already poor people in the nation. Amos warns them that they will be brought low because they brought others low. The Lord never condones this. He raises the poor. That is God's heart. So in the case of these women, Amos tells them that they will be led away with fish hooks, and they actually are. They were led on foot with fish hooks in their mouths and ropes tied around them. Amos mentions Bethel and Gilgal, where the golden calves were set up to be worshipped instead of worshipping the Lord. They brought sacrifices there, supposedly for the Lord, but they were detestable to God. Amos writes that they should bring their tithes every three days instead of every three years, but they would still be detestable to God. 
Then Amos writes about all the calamities God brought against the people to try and bring them back to him, but none of these things worked. So they will be brought low and taken from their land. And again, within 40 years, it was done. The last verse in this chapter tells us about God's magnificence and says, For behold, he who forms the mountains and creates the wind and declares to man what is his thought, who makes the morning darkness and treads on the heights of the earth, the Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. God is great, and he is greatly to be praised. Let's see what we can learn from Proverbs 15 today. There are several verses underlined in my Bible from this chapter. Verse 1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. May our hearts and our words be soft. Verse 4 says, A gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. Let us be the ones with a gentle tongue. Verse 15 is a relevant verse for our current day and says, All the days of the desponding and afflicted are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. But he who has a glad heart has a continual feast regardless of the circumstances. There are so many anxious people these days, a happy and glad heart, one that is grateful and full of praises for the Lord, doesn't need great circumstances to be happy. Our hope is in God regardless of our circumstances. Let's keep our eyes on the one who loves and strengthens us. We can shine the light for others. Verse 30 says, The light in the eyes of him whose heart is joyful rejoices the hearts of others. Let us be the lights for others. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for sending your Son to be the light for us. Please keep our hearts soft and our eyes on you, Father. Thank you for every blessing you've blessed us with. May your joy fill our hearts. May your blessings continue to flow over our lives. Keep us yours forever, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.